0: All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the CEO of Phuket Clothing and president of Start Day One. We have Ricardo Zulueta. Ricardo, welcome to the show.
1: Hey. Hello, Jen. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. I'm very, very happy to have you on here today. Um, I thought I'd ask since it's a new year. um, Do you feel any different from 2020? (laughs) Do I need to what? Do you feel any different? It's okay. Do you feel any different from 2020?
1: Oh, uh, well, I guess it's a new president, right? So we're still getting backlashes from everywhere. But so, yeah, it's really, all, you know, based on your what you see in the future, really. So that's mm-hmm. how you feel in the present.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's all it's all about, um, like, attitude as well. It's like how you, it's like, you could be sad, but, like, you can tell yourself, oh, let's look at the bright side of things as well, you know? And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: we'll actually discuss that because it's all, actually all based on your perspectives. That's where everything yeah. stems from. And then from yeah. there, yeah.
0: For sure. Well, let, let's go ahead and dive into it, Ricardo. Yeah, uh, for sure. people that are hearing about Phuket Clothing for the first time, yeah. uh, what's your company about and who do you love to serve?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So basically everyone knows to live life to the fullest, right? Mm-hmm. Who the hell doesn't? But mm-hmm. what people don't understand is that it's impossible. It's actually human nature to take life for granted. That's why we complain mm-hmm. on Mondays, traffic, weather, stuff like that. Uh, no one's immune to that. Um, but What you really need are reminders. Like, you know, when someone passes away or mm-hmm. gets in an accident, cancer, don't you feel a little more like you have to appreciate life more, right? Right. Um, the thing is, that's very temporary. It always fades. Like, you didn't know last week that it's going to be Monday today. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. So, we well, you really need a reminder. So, with apparel, we're hoping, like, oh, why don't we have something that acts more of a reminder? Every mm-hmm. time you wear our brand, it tells you to stop complaining and live life more without complaining about it, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever you do something inspirational or motivational, it always tends to go towards mental health. We mm-hmm. took it a step further and went to suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was our philosophy starts with, uh, that everything starts with a bad perspective. It, it evolves to becoming suicidal tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in between is basically, I hate Monday, girlfriend sucks, and then becomes alcoholism, drug abuse, and then suicide. Suicide is the end if you accomplish it, right? Mm-hmm. So basically the reason we went straight to suicidal tendencies or suicide preventions because I lost my brother to suicide. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing I learned from that is that whenever anybody, including myself, gets sad or depressed, it is not because of your situation. It is mm. almost always your perspectives. That's mm. why rock stars are committing suicide while the homeless are the one trying to stay alive, mm. right? There was this one person, she's, he's very accomplished, but he compared himself to Elon Musk. So he, he was getting depressed. So it's things like that. It's really just your perspectives. And the way we did that with the brand. So as you can see, it's like, even though it's pronounced it," it actually persuades people to say the phrase, fuck it more. Mm-hmm. But why do I want that? Everyone is exposed to motivational, inspirational content every day. How many videos do you see on Facebook, quotes on Instagram, you even got Nike just do it commercials, right? The right. problem is that they're all meaningless. Mm-hmm. The only time they become meaningful is when you actually make a decision about something nothing changes until you change something. Did you know that the only time we say that phrase is only until after we've already made a decision? Mm -hmm. It's the only time. The reason you say fuck it is because you're confirming to yourself. You don't say it for someone ever. You're confirming to yourself that you're actually going to follow through and commit to the decision you just made. You never back out. Mm -hmm. The only reason it came out is because you're already committed. That mindset is very powerful because that is how you're going to quit the job you hate leave bad relationships, or basically have a startup. Mm -hmm. Until you make a decision, nothing happens. But once you do, everything follows automatically. Mm -hmm. And when I explained that to people, basically, uh, I got these random uh, messages where people will say, wow, you know, you've really helped me out. And then the best ones are the ones that say, hey, I was actually suicidal when I met you. So thank you so much for saving my life. And I'm like,
0: whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's why we started Start Day One, uh, the nonprofit foundation for mental health and suicide prevention, because we realized that you need a more proactive approach. In any type of prevention, it's always proactive. You don't go to the gym when you're 500 pounds. You don't <laughs> stop eating sugar when you finally have diabetes. Right. And so that's what we're doing with Start Day One is being more proactive because I learned that from the clothing line.
0: I want to take a moment here to pause, and I yeah. just want to say... Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. And it sounds like losing your bro- your brother was really impactful to you. Uh, yeah. I want to disclose that uh, my dad, uh, he served in the military for mm-hmm. about 18 years. He was two yeah. years from retirement when we unfortunately lost him while he was on yeah. active duty. And um, although we, although on, on paper, it doesn't say exactly how he passed, it said it was yeah. unknown or he may have drowned. Um, my sister recently started to, she was really young at the time, five or six years old. She, yeah. um, recently now in her late 20s, she wanted to learn more about dad's story. And long story short, we had come to find that my dad actually struggled with depression and suicidal ideation. And he had even attempted, um, when I was only one years old, according to my mom. And so, you know, talking about suicide prevention and all of that is extremely important to me as well. So I just, you know, want to take a moment and thank you for the work that you're doing, not just in your nonprofit, but also, um, in the brand, you know, it's not just, I mean, of course the prevention part is key, but also like having the clothing to, you know, it's just a walking reminder, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah. And it works so much, so well together. Uh, Uh, because whenever someone's, uh people think when they buy my apparel, it's because it's to help someone else. Mm. What they don't understand is like, no one's immune to it. I'm trying to help you because when you have a bad day, I'm trying to prevent it. I You don't need to be suicidal to buy my products, but I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to have bad days, that you're going to have depressive states of mind. Like it's mm-hmm. always going to happen mm-hmm. and it's unpredictable or else we would be saving a lot more people, right? right? That's not what's going to happen. And there's just what really, uh, especially we'd start day one, I, you know, uh, what I really want to get out there is the perspective on mental health itself. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. one of the most important things because our perspective on mental health is all wrong. Mm-hmm. How many people do you know, Jen, that walks around and says, Oh my God, my de- I've been dealing with depression since like 2016 or my anxiety is really acting up today?
0: Mm-mm. What
1: they don't understand is that. All those emotions, those are just emotional responses. Keyword response. It's responding mm-hmm. to the cause. So, but the doctors and society and organizations have made the result the cause. That's why they mm-hmm. call it depression instead of saying, Oh, I can't seem to let go of my ex wife from the divorce. That's the cause. Wow. Yeah. But you call it depression. That's an invisible fight. The only cure to this invisible thing are pills. Mm-hmm. So, People really need to understand that that, that's not where it's coming from because happiness is also an emotional response. But I don't walk around going like, oh, dude, I've been having, I've had happiness since 2011. Mm -hmm. Like no one talks like that. They are only results. They're not the cause. And if you start seeing that as, as, uh, because when you're in a bad state of mind, you tend to hate uh, accountability
0: Mm -hmm. and you
1: Mm -hmm. love excuses. That Mm -hmm. is the best excuse. And it's not because they're doing it on purpose to use that excuse. When you're in a bad state of mind, you always tend to do that. We mm-hmm. all do it, I do it still. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. never gonna go away. And so when you give someone that, like, like that valid excuse, well, guess what that's gonna happen? They're gonna mm-hmm. get stuck. The common denominator with anyone that beat cancer or, or uh, started their own website or a startup is that they made the decision to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No one does that with depression. It's almost like they want to keep it and they go like, well, I have depression. That's why it's like, no, because you have a bad perspective. That's why you're depressed. So those are the kind that's like one of the biggest things that I've kind of trying to relay out there.
0: You know, it's almost like, uh, and you know, I, I don't want to insult anyone who does have clinical depression. I do have a friend yeah. who actually has it, but you're right. I think sometimes some people wear their, de- uh, wear their depression, like almost a badge of honor or almost like, you know, yeah. a put, like something they announce as like a, a disability of sort. Right. Um, mm. I really like how you described uh, depression as kind of like when people diagnose you as depression. Um, I like how you use the word invisible fight, because if you just mm-hmm. call it what it is and just fix that for what it is, it's like, right, like right. you said, you don't really go back to the root cause, and exactly. I think part of part of working through the root cause is going through therapy. You know, like I feel very mm-hmm. fortunate yeah. that today a lot of my friends, like it's it is sort of normal for some of my friends to say, "So my therapist today," or I was t- my therapist was telling me today, but it took me a long time to you know, want to seek out that amount of health, mental health yeah. and do the inner work to eventually attract those kind of friends who like want to do the same yeah. thing as well. Because otherwise yeah. it is easy to sit, or, sit in a circle and talk about who has the bigger problem, right? <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> and you notice when you go to your therapist, read a book, the only, uh, their only mission really is to change your perspective. That's when you actually succeed. When the therapist is able to change your perspective, or Mm -hmm. when a book changes your perspective, Um, that's really the 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 main thing they're trying to do. Because the the cure or the solution, Mm -hmm. it's not external, right? Mm -hmm. Ever, it's always from you. You always have the answer. But until I can change your perspective, because if I don't change your perspective, the decisions follow all your perspective. If you think Mm -hmm. you're a loser and you're not gonna make it, guess what decisions you're gonna make? I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna apply for that job. I'm not gonna approach that girl. No way. Mm. But if you think, Ooh, you know what, what's the law? What am I, what have I got to lose? I'm trying to do this. At least I'll learn how to talk to someone. Hey, you know what? I'm going to apply for that job. I'm going to approach this girl. Worst case is no. When you have a different perspective, this perspective always shifts. Mm -hmm. And this is actually, I'll I'll let people know the difference between inspiration and motivation. Mm. So everything you have to start things off. So, you know, we were talking about uh, entrepreneurship too, right? Mm -hmm. You know how you have a mission statement purpose. So you Mm -hmm. have to apply that to yourself too. That's where Mm. it has to start because if you don't have the why or it's basically your compass, you're never going to know where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. Perspective is basically going to be a threat or a benefit to that purpose. Mm. Mm. Inspiration is what shifts your perspectives. It's either going to be, I have a startup. There's days I'm like, I'm going to rule the world to to, I'm not going to make it. It (laughs) always shifts. Inspiration is what helps me shift it the other way. Mm -hmm. Once you shift your perspective, that's when you're able to make a decision. Mm -hmm. People think solutions first and then make the decision. Podcast, you didn't say, Oh, I need to learn everything about podcasting and then I'll start the podcast. What you did was like, I'm gonna make a podcast. All of a sudden, solutions started coming up. Mm
0: -hmm. That
1: is when you need motivation. If I tried to motivate Mm -hmm. you before I change your perspective or before you made a decision. It's impossible. It's kind of like when you're in depressive, say like, Jen, come on, let's go out. It's been like five years since you <laughs> broke up. Come on. Until I change your perspective, you're going to go, no, I'm good. No, mm-hmm. they get annoying. So that's the <laughs> difference between inspiration and motivation. Motivation comes after the decision. Mm-hmm. Inspiration be- comes before perspective. And once you do that, then you can go in pursuit of your happiness because the solutions will come automatically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like people saying, oh, really? I don't really have time or money. But then Jen's best friend is getting married. Mm-hmm. Ooh, time and money shows up. How? How'd that happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because your perspective was like, this is once in a lifetime. I have right. to go. That's my girl, you know? Right, right. So all of a sudden you make the time. I'm going to take off. And then yeah. the money, well, it's next year? I'll make the money. It's the same exact process for that Italy trip you've been complaining that you haven't <laughs> gone to. Same exact. All you have to do is make a decision to go. All of a sudden you take off. And you actually save money for it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, that reminds me of a saying, and I don't know who said it, but it said something like, um, if you keep fighting for your limitations, you get to keep them. Um, And so I really love your proactive approach to say, like, you know, you could keep fighting your limitations or you could shift gears, you can change your perspective and actually look at the possibilities instead, right? right and so right. just being able to encourage that, I think is, uh, really, uh, <clears throat> is really incredible, Ricardo. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious to know, because right. in 2020, um, I heard that uh, suicidal rates skyrocketed. Yeah. And I'm curious to know, um, you know, how did your uh, company and, and everything that you're doing, your nonprofit, um, how did you respond to that?
1: So what we've done so the, the way the reason we raise money is we're hoping to be able to uh, afford more content that we can distribute mm. to hopefully change people's perspective so that's one way I've been uh, uh, interviewing different professionals uh, you mm-hmm. know doctors th- or whatever uh, life coaches things like that to mm-hmm. discuss so that hopefully someone watching will change their perspective on things yeah uh, something else that that we raise money for but obviously with the pandemic didn't really help out was to send speakers to different venues, high schools, mm. colleges, rehab centers. I believe we're going to need that a lot more when everything opens up mm-hmm. because no one knows what the hell to do anymore. And um, typically, you know, again, prevention, you usually get a call for someone to come as a speaker after the fact, mm-hmm. right? Oh, someone committed suicide. Quick, motivational speaker. You should have right. done that before. It's, a, it's prevention. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing because loneliness is a huge factor. Um, right. We're very social beings and right. pretty much got rid of that. And it's very difficult. So there's just this thing about us having to bond with people. And when you cut that off, it's very difficult. That's why entrepreneurship is such a lonely road. You know, yeah. It's I'll- tough to talk to people about business if they're not in business also.
0: Yeah. I feel lucky. I feel like I get a cheat by being on this podcast show and uh, talking to other entrepreneurs around the world and seeing yeah. what they're up to. Like, honestly, I think uh, if it wasn't for podcasting, 2020 would have been a very difficult year for me because, you know, although I have my husband, um, you know, I can only stand him for so long. I love him, but there's only so much time you could spend with him. Um, so just being able to, you know, every now and then get out of, get out of this uh, space mentally and being present yeah. with people such as yourself and seeing how everyone has pivoted um, is actually quite inspiring. And, you know, yeah. I think part of working through depression and and being able to prevent um, su- uh, suicide is to encourage community. And we yeah. may not be doing it the same way we did in 2020. However, there's there are still ways to build community. Like I said, for yeah. me, it's podcasting. But it sounds like for you, uh, you have found many ways, and I'm sure even through your brand and nonprofit, to yeah. continue to maintain a sense of community to remind people that they're not
1: alone. Exactly. Yeah, that's very important. And what's funny Mm -hmm. is the things, the biggest things that I've been learning and and trying to tell people more um, all over like our negative emotions, actually, even the happy emotions, actually, it's Mm -hmm. all based on your future. It's Mm -hmm. not your past. Um, It's people don't get depressed because of what they see about their past, Mm -hmm. right? It's really what they can't seem to see about their future. For example, breakups yeah it's not because you broke up and you're never gonna see him again, yeah, you do miss him, but it's more the fact of like I'm never gonna find anyone else that's really devastating,
0: right. You right. can't
1: change your blueprint from again, your perspective is, oh my God, I'm gonna be alone forever. That was the one
0: mm-hmm.
1: But if I came back from the future and said, like, oh, actually, you're gonna meet someone so much better and so <laughs> much even better looking in two years, <laughs> you're not even gonna go through depression at all. you're just gonna go, really. Ah, oh, awesome!
0: <laughs> yeah, you just start looking around like, "Where is she? Where is he?" Because
1: you're, yeah, because your future mindset completely disappears. If you think about fear, it's not about fear for yourself. The pandemic, you're fine. You're inside your house. You're totally fine. There's no mm-hmm. lion behind you. But our amygdala, what that? What happens is it has no idea that it, there's no lion. It it's it treated the same exact way. That mm-hmm. stress response. That's why cortisol and this and that happens. And. It just doesn't know, but it's really a future tense. So what you really need to change to really uh, succeed is change your future version of yourself. We're constantly evolving. Mm. Gen five years ago is not the same gen now. I'm telling you nope. right now, five years later, this is not the same gen again. And mm. that's why they call it an infinite mindset because the it's always moving forward because mm. the goal is always to be this future version of yourself. Mm-hmm. When you're mm-hmm. here, well, guess what the future version is? This one. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why it's an infinite mindset. That's why purpose is so important mm-hmm. for businesses and for personal. It's mm-hmm. just that people don't know how to create a purpose. Mm-hmm. They don't realize purpose or a mission statement. It's never been something that benefits you. Mm-hmm. It always benefits others. Two, it is never a noun. I want to be the best podcast uh, with influencer, <laughs> with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't really go forever. Okay. You're the best now. Now what? Or you think you're the best. It has to be something that serves others. Like I want mm-hmm. to have a podcast that really teaches people the value of entrepreneurship and stuff. That's forever. Right. That's forever. Yeah. Right. So those are the kind of things that really keeps you in line. Again, that's when you shift, you know, make sure your perspective is not a threat, that it's mm-hmm. actually a, a benefit to your purpose. And so that's how you keep going. That's how you achieve perseverance in your business.
0: Yeah. Ricardo, you're so um, motivational. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just, uh, you, you should have like your own show, of just like daily motivation um, kind of thing. <laughs> if you don't have that, if you don't have that um, already, uh, I wanna, oh, I wanna make sure. I wanna make sure. Um, I shift gears here in a second, but before yeah. I do, yeah. uh, is there anything else that you want people to know about Fukit Clothing or start or start day
1: one? Yeah. So the biggest thing is uh, our mission statement. Mm -hmm. with Fuki clothing is actually to inspire and motivate people to make the decision to live life without regret and accept Mm -hmm. challenges worth the risk. Now, Mm -hmm. why is that? Because the whole idea is to move forward, right? But there's two ways of moving forward or that prevents you from moving forward. One Mm -hmm. is something is holding you back. That's mm-hmm. why we talk about live life without regret. You can't move forward until you let go. Some kind okay. of emotional pain, whatever it is, you, you're never going to move forward. Mm-hmm. Another thing is because of the lack of taking the risk, accepting the challenges that are worth the risk. The mm-hmm. challenges are always set in front of you. It's up to you to accept it or not, mm-hmm. but it has to be worth it. So that's, it's that lack of stepping forward. Mm-hmm. So just to let people know with regret, regret is, are just personal experiences that you never forgave yourself about. Mm-hmm. That is all they are. So the yeah. cure to it is forgiveness. Oh, Jen, you're telling me you could have, should have, would have? Yeah. You didn't. Forgive yourself.
0: Right.
1: And that's really how you let go of regret. And that's one of the toughest things because resentment and regret are the two, two biggest things. Regret is for yourself, resentment is towards someone else.
0: Yeah. And if you can't
1: forgive someone or if you can't forgive yourself, that's really what holds you back, like big time. A lot of people with mental health issues struggle from something from the past like that because they can't seem to move forward because they're still holding on to something else or mm-hmm. something's just grabbing them. And then the ability to just move forward is the ability to see the future. If you can't see a future version of yourself that's successful, mm-hmm. you're never gonna get out. Right. So accept the challenges that are worth the risk, if it's worth it. You know, there's, like I mentioned to, to someone else, like people, the common denominator with people that beat cancer is because they decided they're gonna beat cancer. Right. You don't. No one has ever lived and said, "Oh my God, I thought I was actually going to die."
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: doesn't. It never. Not once. Yeah. Because absolutely. they wouldn't have made it.
0: Yeah, I think people. Um, I've heard. Uh, I mean. I can't give any exact uh, references, but I've heard very often that uh, how you feel about yourself actually affects you physiologically, like it it affects you physically. And so if you're sad, that could eventually in the long run, that could like, if you're constantly stressed, for example, that could eventually show up in your body um, in a certain way. And so just acknowledging that, like you said, it's all about switching that perspective in a way that serves you Mm -hmm. and serves other people.
1: Yeah. Now that you're saying that, so the biggest one, the... Because again, before, like I said, right, when you're in a bad state of mind, you love excuses, hate Mm -hmm. accountability. Mm -hmm. Another great excuse that they've been given by, you know, doctors and everyone else is that, oh, you have chemical imbalance, Jen. That's why you're depressed. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, you're under the assumption that chemical imbalance is the cause, Mm -hmm. not the result. Uh, Again, the chemical imbalance is based on the stress response, response Mm -hmm. to the cause. Not the cause, so the stress response is really because it, it, your amygdala is blowing up again. Like I said, like it's because it thinks there's a lion, but mm-hmm. it's not the cause. It's like saying, like, did you know, like, there's studies show that obese people work out less. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. So now people are saying, like, did you know everyone depressed has chemical imbalance? Well, yeah. And did you know that people with diabetes studies show people with diabetes. Have weird blood sugar levels. They have diabetes. Like, what do you mean? So, and that's what I mean. So, they're give, being given this excuse. So, how are you going to fight that? It's an invisible fight.
0: Mm.
1: An invisible fight. Mm-hmm. You're obese because of this. It's like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. That's weird. <laughs> so, there's nothing you can do about it other than pills. And I right. interviewed someone from the UK. One out of four are antidepressants. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's weird because they're, they're just trying to remedy the result for people that don't understand what I mean about remedying the result. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like looking for the better mousetrap people are coming up with the better drugs and this, right? That's the result. The mousetrap is trying to get the mice, right? Yeah. But why don't you just plug the hole of why the mice are coming in? That's the cause. But here you are getting a new mouse trap every year, every year. Oh, that doesn't work anymore. Next mouse trap, But the mice are just coming in because of this little, little hole that you just won't plug. And right. that's all it is. So that's the difference between the cause and the result.
0: Wow. Well, uh, Ricardo, on that note, I feel like we have only scratched the surface. But I feel like we had enough to in this conversation <laughs> for at least people to feel motivated to switch a perspective. I think that was a key word of our yeah. uh, conversation today. So um, unfortunately, we have to get going. But Ricardo, again, thank you so much for being here on the Thoughtful yeah Thank you
1: so much for allowing <laughs> us to you know, spread the message and uh, really. Yeah, appreciate
0: it. absolutely. Uh, and again, to our listeners, this is Ricardo Zulueta. He is the CEO of Fukit Clothing and president of Start Day One. You can learn more about him and his company and his nonprofit at their website paidexposure.com. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.